Dudes to Dads is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads. Dudes to Dads. It's the whispering Dudes to Dads. It's the very subdued Dudes to Dads. Hi. Or we can Hi. talk normal. The Bob Ross Either Dudes way. to Dads. Yeah. <laughs> Happy um, how are you doing? Great. Feeling very Bob Rossi. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was. But <laughs> how are you doing? Yeah. Nah, she. Nah, she. Uh, episode 135. No, we do not make voices and talk strange for those of you who are joining us for the first time. I actually do. But not on the show. We do. We do a lot, actually. Uh, But today's episode is very, very crucial to the development of your child. And so dads, take heed. Take heed. How to help your child make new friends. Yeah. Now, the reason we can be listening to this is because either one, your child is really social and likes to make new friends, which is probably not the case. Yeah. Or the opposite, meaning maybe your friend, your child is having a little bit of difficulty. Sure. Now that difficulty can be caused by other children. It can also be caused by your own child. Yes. <laughs> that's no, that's that, what we've got to look at. <laughs> you got You really have to evaluate whether or not it's them or it's the people yeah. around them. And so now this could apply to a little bit older children because, you know, if you have a child that's quiet or such, um, maybe a little reserved, they might be less inclined to make the effort themselves. Mm-hmm. So, but I, you know, I'm talking for the most part about younger children and maybe like as what I was thinking in my head when I was creating this was really when they start creating the friendships re- really about like kindergarten. You know, yeah. that's like, that's kind of when you start interacting a lot more with people. Yeah. Um, Cause people, you're put in the social situations just by proxy of being in their class or whatever those things totally. are. Totally. And, and in fact, a lot of the relationships that they develop at that is, a, is really related to proximity. I mean, that's actually <laughs> what I <laughs> no, just it's, said. It's like, it's they're so in the same class. Uh, they're in the same neighborhood. Yeah. They're in the same, uh, like after school program or sports or music or whatever. It's like, I have, cause th- they're in there. I have three friends I can talk to right now that I, I literally was in the same neighborhood with. Yeah. And it's like, because they're such a part of your kind of fabric of your childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them carry over and, and thankfully that we kind of grew parallel to each other in context of yeah. who we were as people. No, it's really cool to see a bond that develop. I mean, I, I honestly even, you have a couple I, yeah, no, like my, I've got a, you know, four, three, four, five friends that are all from my childhood. Childhood, yeah. Yeah. A couple of them on the show, right? Yeah. We're all great friends still. Yeah. And that's really cool when you see, and granted, that's like elementary school-ish, you know? Yeah. Um, But it's just cool to see as a parent, it's cool to see your child bond with other kids and really get along and and especially when they you see a child that matches up really well with them and they um I wouldn't say the word push, mm-hmm. but they, they're doing things that are positive. They're helping each other. Yeah. They're do, like, you can see that there's like a reciprocal nature of the, of the friendship versus you see sometimes where it just does not mesh well, Yeah, you know, and you have to recognize that. I mean, it, it could be your child and it could be the other child that just, just, just might not be a good fit. You know, and as a, as an example, like if your child's really shy, they may or may not mesh with other shy children. 
Right. Like you have to test that out. You know, it might be that maybe it's a younger child that they get along with. I, I speaking as a, sh- a shy child, um, I wasn't, I was, I didn't have too many problems making friends, but I was really repellent of loud, aggressive kids mm-hmm. and loud, aggressive kids. They weren't necessarily bad. They just were loud and aggressive. And I just didn't really jive well with them. And so I just, and the people who were really kind of a hyper testosterone, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, so if I was around a lot of that, I probably wouldn't have a lot of friends at that point. Yeah. And that's something to recognize as the parent. It's like, you know, what, what's going well with your child or I should say, what are the, what are the aspects of the other children that mesh well Mm -hmm. that you like, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the part, um, you know, do you see that? Okay. This other child is polite or this other child is seems to be, you know, they take turns when they're doing stuff or, you know, there's a mutual friendship, not just like, my child's bossing this other child around or (laughs) vice versa. And you see that, you see that a lot. Like with, wow, with with that child, they're totally different than with the other one, Mm -hmm. you know, and you, you just see that. And so you see what meshes. So, um, yeah, I think it's important. And, and sort of the number one thing is we get into, um, you know, some, some things that you can do to, uh, help out. And that's kind of what the, the the purpose of this podcast, the first thing is you need to be proactive. Mm -hmm. So, Sitting on the couch isn't going to do much. It's kind of like dating. You know, it's not going to happen if you just sit on the couch. Uh, same you thing. You don't have Tinder for kids? <laughs> that Actually, they probably do. They probably have Playmates or something like totally. that. Totally. Playdate.com. Playdate.com. Uh, that was That's wrong. That's terrible. Um, nothing's going to happen by doing nothing. So, you know, the idea is you kind of have to develop that in your mind first. Like, okay, I think I'm going to have to take an active approach. Now I'm going to guess that a lot of times that comes from the mom, but I think the dads need to step in. And and, I mean, not all the time. I mean, I see that with my children's friends and, you know, Mm -hmm. the dads will step in, but by and large, a lot of the early play dates, especially kindergarten and such is, is moms, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So it's nice to, you know, for the dads to step up. I think we have our own, uh, desire and sense of what we like our children to be around. And that may, may not, may or may not be the same as your wife. Right. You know, um, some of it could be, well, I want my kid to be more active or I want my, you know, my kid to, um, you know, be more social and, you know, and don't want them sitting behind the video games or whatever it is. Now you have to be careful. These are things that we want. Sure. So you have to be put that in check with what your child wants. Right. But still at that age, we're still guiding them in a direction. So uh, the second thing, discuss the qualities that make a good friend. Mm-hmm. So this is where you get the chance to talk with your child and get input from them. You know, talk about things like honesty and being kind and having fun and ask them what kind of qualities they value. Like, what is it that you want in a friend? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they'll say things like, well, I want them to play what I want to play, you know, or they, I want to be able to walk over to their house, you know, whatever. I mean, it could be a bunch of good things, bad things, things that make sense, things that don't make sense, but allow them that input. Um, you know, what kind of people do they want in their life? Yeah. And uh, you know, kind of going back to maybe even last episodes about how the values that you teach them, mm-hmm. you know, the nine values we talked about last episode, it's like, if you convey that to them, then, then they'll probably look for that in the, the people that they're around them as well. Right. You know, and they'll carry that over. I know like my grandmother would always comment like, you always had such good friends. You know, she'd right. always make that comment because yeah. you know, the things that I valued, I want, I didn't want to surround myself with bad people and I don't want my, you know, my grandparents 
parents to be unhappy with the people that I would bring home to hang out. So therefore, I yeah, and sometimes that happens you. where you know it's unintentional, but you know the the bad quote the bad kid could be exciting, you know, and <laughs> and if your child is like, oh well, they get into mischief or you know they're they are they're really act like they they love to just you know, hunt or what, you know, something it could be, it could be, you know, all different things about how they play. Of course. I mean, I'm thinking of a lot of this comes to mind with, with boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, cause I was just at a boy's camp out. That's why yeah, I know like, you're, you're full of testosterone. I, yeah. Right now. Like it was just, you know, hundred boys and dads, dads running around. It's just, it's like planet of the apes and like, you know, um, but Kill the it? pig. Yeah, uh, it's like Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies, exactly. <laughs> so that's kind of what's in my mind. You know, not thinking about my daughter. Right. Um, but yeah, you want to talk with them and ask them what's the qualities that they want to have in their friends, and 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 what's important. So that's an important one. Um, number three, provide positive reinforcement. So when you do see good stuff happening uh, with their friends. You're going to want to point that out maybe and just say, hey, I saw, you know, you and Sarah were sharing your dolls back and forth, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, you were in, you and Sam were really playing well together, you know, or something like that. And just reinforcing that positive behavior. And part of that is just like with any sibling rivalry or any, you know, behavior that they have, you want to reinforce the positive behavior that they're having around their friends. So, um, you know, and a lot of that, that could be as simple as, Hey, you were just, you were really polite when you had your friend over. I really appreciate that. Yeah. You know, just little things like that. It's really, it's really important. And that's going to, um, it's going to just reinforce and, and cause them essentially to continue that behavior when they get that reinforcement. Yeah, right. And develop it outside of the, the house as well. Right. Yeah. Next thing, offer them, uh, some conversation or playing tips. Now you got to be careful here, especially with the age of the child, because as they get older, they don't want to hear from you. Um, <laughs> but when they're a little bit younger, you know, you could say things like, Hey, you know, when you're with your friends, do you ask them questions or are they are asking you questions, you know, and you want to sort of help them understand what good interaction is. Um, you know, Hey, do you usually play what your friend wants to, or do you tell them what to do, you know, or maybe you guys can switch off and you're doing something for 15 minutes and then they get to do, you know, and like giving those kinds of things when you're not in the heat of it, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like having that conversation at dinner or having that conversation at a different time when they're not actually playing with their friend. Right. Um, so that's something too, that, that can help and offer them. You just have to be, you know, be a little conscious of how much information you're trying to push onto them. Um, the next thing schedule play dates. So, it's funny they call them play dates now, which you know back when I was a kid, I don't remember it being called. It's just called play. Um, but you, you, I don't remember being on a play date. That's I mean, what it, they call them now. Yeah. Well, I, so it's like, hey, can I have a play date with X? You know, like that, they really call that's it what that? they call it. That's what they call them. And I don't remember that either. Hey, just go play. Yeah, we just went and played. Hey, can what is his name? Come play over and so and so come. Yeah. Now it's can we have a play date? Really? Yeah, that's what they call them. I'm not calling it that. Well, <laughs> get used to it. Ah, uh, against the grain. Um. So, you know, you want to try setting up some times to play with different children, but only one at a time. You know, I I don't I'm not a big fan of like multiple children play dates once in a while. It's fine, Uh, especially. But if you if when you're experimenting with new kids, 
that's it's not as you know desirable if you will because you don't get a chance to really see the interaction you see the interaction in a group setting um you know and and group play is much different than individuals yeah for sure yeah just it's totally different yeah um and so you know try different personalities you'll begin to see you know who your child gets along with now as i said it's not always you know, the person that they're getting along with isn't always the desired friend, you know, right. that you that you desire. So, you know, just because they're getting along with them doesn't mean that they're a good influence on each other, you know, because <laughs> right. that'll happen too. where, you know, the, uh, uh, I will say boys, I, and I've known this from other parents as well to say like, you know, the boys will be really good friends and they have a lot of energy, but then when they get into the class, they're essentially a disturbance to the class, <laughs> right. right? You know, they're talking, um, and, and, and that's just because they have energy. They like each other. They're, you know, and, and that happens. And it happens with girls, too. It's like, so you got to be careful of those kinds of situations, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but by and large, you know, you want them to like the people. And, you, and hopefully you like the people, too. So you're setting up playdates with people that you anticipate would be okay with you. You, you have an awareness of the child yeah. or, you know, you know, the parent or. Right. Oh, I guess that was my question is that do you get these playdates from other parents or people that, you know, um, because, you know, when you're in a neighborhood that is conducive where there's a bunch of kids around or at least a small handful of kids around, you kind of just naturally meet people walking around. And, yeah. you know, like, I don't think anyone Most actively, of it's from school. Well, yeah, no one actively. Well, I knew a kid that down the street that wasn't in my age group. He was like a couple years younger than me. And we became good friends just because he was like two houses down. We were just walking outside right. one day. And we we're like, hey, how are you? And right. then somehow we just I was walking by or something happened. We became friends. So um, but like when it's kind of planned as a date is it the the parent or parents setting this up yeah yeah most there's of the no time, website like we said yeah no most most <laughs> of the time it is i i know with our situation it, there's a couple things that happen there's the suggestion from us of saying hey what do you think of a play date with xyz you know because maybe we were talking to their parent yeah. and we said hey like they would they have the same age yeah let's or... see if they they both have an interest in xyz right um the other is your child will come to you and say can i have a play date with blah, 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 on friday you know and she's like okay well i'll talk to their parents and, and figure out now there are times certainly and especially in like the beginning of the year or something now that they've been there at the school for a while you kind of know most of the parents at least you know by face or by name or something um but oftentimes it will you know there are parents that you don't know but they the kids friends and then you introduce yourself hi i'm you know whatever and then um you know i guess our kids want to play together (laughs) yeah yeah, right and so then that's kind of how it happens so Mm. um yeah it's an interesting it's an interesting dynamic yeah and i guess it's similar to how i was thinking how i grew up like i had a friend that lived in the same neighborhood and we met in school but then he moved that neighborhood and then i was like hey we're the kid from school and then we became really close friends but then he moved out of that neighborhood into a kind of a further away neighborhood so my grandparents or my mom when she moved in uh basically had to drive me to their place because i had a car yeah a kid and i couldn't walk there so you know but luckily the parents kind of knew each other you know oh that's alan's family or this is chris's kids or whatever it is family so um it's not that much in that context. It's just weird to call it a play date, I guess. I'm like still stuck on that. Yeah, I think what's, what's interesting too you brought up is is I although it's like the proximity, I think back in the day, let's say when we were kids, almost all the kids, at least I can remember in my neighborhood, we all went to the same school. Yeah. 
that's not the case anymore. There's charter schools, private schools. Like, so there's a lot. So I will say most of the kids in our neighborhood that are my son's age all go to different schools. You know, there that's weird. It is weird. But, you know, we, we go to a school now because we have, um, we're in the, um, bilingual program, but it's still close by, but it's not our main school that we would go. So it's a little bit farther. Hmm. Um, and so then there's just, you know, there's kids that go to a private school, kids that go to a charter school, kids go to, and so they're not all, I mean, there's not a ton of kids, Mm -hmm. you know, but just within the, let's say within the street or two couple streets over, I'm not saying like within the entire large neighborhood, but close by, if you will. Yeah. yeah. They're all, they all go to different schools, so they don't see each other. It's not like, Hey, we can go home, you know, back and forth with each other. Yeah. Um, it interesting. Just, yeah. It's just an interesting dynamic. Cause I remember when I grew up, it's like all 20 kids that were on the, in the neighborhood went to the same yeah, school. Well, yeah, exactly. With you know? maybe one or two exceptions, but you're right. I'm, I think all of the kids I knew in my neighborhood were in the same school. It might be different age groups. It's like, but yeah. we all went to the same school. Totally. And so, yeah. It's, it's interesting. It is funny. Next thing, keep your expectations in check. So you never want to force the child to have a play date, but you know you can certainly encourage it. Um, also, don't make a huge deal of it. Um, I think it needs to be sort of in casual conversation. It's not like, you know what? You don't have, you don't seem to have many friends or, you know what? You need some new friends. <laughs> you know, you're not wanting to say things like that, obviously, <laughs> right. but still need, I need to say it. Um, so you just really need to be aware as well. I mean, if you're not getting asked to reciprocate the play dates, mm-hmm. then you have to respect that. And kind of be aware of that, that maybe the other kid is not wanting to play with your kid. <laughs> right. You know? Um, and that's really hard, too, when your child doesn't want to play with the other child mm-hmm. and they keep asking. Right. You know, at a certain point, it's like, how many times do you ask? Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, you, you, here's the thing. It's like looking at it at a higher level. You're not going to be want to be the one who's doing that. Like that's your kid's friend or not friend. So ideally it's like, you'd want them to settle it at that part. Like, listen, Hey, I, you know, but that's really hard for a kid to do. It is, you know, to say like, no, I'm not interested. Yeah. It's kind of Um, learned, but that can happen where, you know, you're the child just is like, no, I don't really like playing with them. Like they're not very nice or, you know, and and that just, that'll happen. Yeah. You know? So, and it could be vice versa where the other child is like, listen, I don't, I don't have a good time when I'm with that child. (laughs) It's your child. That Your they child's don't kind of a punk. I don't really want to talk to him. So you kind of just have to accept that, yeah. you know, and sometimes that is not easy. Right. Um, so I've heard it's not my, my, everybody loves my children. Sure. No, it's, there's, I've never had any issue whatsoever. <laughs> Hi kids. Um, and the other thing, or the, it's kind of the last thing is just be aware if there is a real problem. So, you know, be mindful of that, that, if your child really does have problems with other kids and this is more serious, you know, consider possibly getting professional help. Don't try to always solve it on your own um, because, you know, it could be something that you're missing and a professional could discover it. And here's the reality. It could be something that you're doing wrong, mm-hmm. you know, or as the parent, it's like you're not recognizing the fact that your child is having this difficulty. Mm-hmm. So you got to really watch that. And especially if you find that, you know, you're going through friends a lot, you know, nobody seems to be keeping, you know, they seem to be you know shuffling through and there's, there's nobody that seems to be reciprocating that. Right. 
you know, what could be going on? Cause there yeah. could be just some behavioral issue. There could be, you know, sometimes I, I don't know, but I'm just saying like, a, you know, an only child is going to be behave different possibly than somebody who is used to sh- This is more when they're really little, like sure. you know, a, an only child who's like a toddler. Yeah. Hasn't, you know, is more inclined to just maybe be a little bit more selfish with their toys or whatever because sure. they just don't know and they haven't had this. Never learned any social behaviors. Yeah. yeah, I mean that that you know when you get a little bit older that doesn't happen. But um, it, those are the kinds of things as a parent and as a dad you've got to be mindful of. So sure. Yeah. Um, so anything else? Any other uh, major uh, issues? <laughs> major issues. <laughs> and just to be aware that if your child is uh, wanting to make friends, you're going to have to make some effort. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I, we, I was joking earlier about this, but go outside, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's kind of one of the just things. Like, go outside. Go out there and like, and literally. But that uh, would have been a very short podcast. And no, we, we couldn't just that. say that, but that's, that's my contribution to this whole thing is that like, I know for the, you know, when I was a kid, you know, it wasn't play date. What are you talking about? It, or just play online and be friends with someone <laughs> yeah. in a different country. Digitally. Yeah. And no, it's, it's important to just kind of socialize and just kind of go out there and, and put yourself out there. But that it's, it's hard, especially yeah. when you, like if you're new or you're into a new school or that type of totally. thing, it's, a lot of things can happen happen with that but uh those are good tips i think be you know good. and one that i left out that i just made me think of is to join an organization you know and that's yeah. that's the other thing is if you you know you're having trouble whether it be sports music arts um anything like that mm. that's a really good way to be exposed to some you know because maybe they're not getting along with some of the kids at school for whatever reason or yeah. they they don't feel comfortable i mean that you know they just don't feel like they have stuff in common and maybe they really like playing something or doing something. And so, you know, getting them maybe involved in a group that does that sure. could, could easily be yeah. you know, something that, that um, helps out a lot. So that could be, so if you have any suggestions, um, Alan, what should they do? Email us podcast at dudes com, or hit us up on social media, Twitter at dudes to dads, Facebook dudes to dads com. You can go to YouTube, dad university and dudes to dads are both up there. Great. Some great videos from by Jason on dad university. And then the dudes to dads podcast also is up there as well. Uh, subscribe to those channels if you can. And then more importantly, go to the podcatchers, Apple, is iTunes. I keep calling it iTunes, but I think it's Apple podcast. Now. I don't know. It changes everything. That's why I leave this to you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and Stitcher, uh, the two main ones that were on, uh, please uh, Google play. Actually, I didn't, you know, I forgot yeah, about that Google one. Play. Um, but go to the two main ones that, and, and subscribe and leave some comments. It really helps perpetuate the show and, uh, gives us some incentive to keep doing this every week. Right on. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Alan. Thank with you. That. And, uh, we will see you next time. See you next time.